Hello, and welcome to the Crossroads Student Ministry Q&A podcast. My name is Samantha, and I am the student minister here at Crossroads, and I will be the host of this podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me today as we kick this off. Uh, I want to start by just sharing my heart for this podcast. Um, If you've spent almost any time in our student ministry, then you'll know that something I encourage continuously is for students to ask questions. I always want students to be asking questions, asking deep questions, asking hard questions, asking questions they sometimes might feel that we don't want them to ask. Because the reality is, is when you ask questions, your faith grows. If you have doubts or things you don't understand and you just kind of push them to the side and ignore them, they will only grow and will probably end up weakening your faith or causing those doubts to be feed into bigger doubts. But if you take the time when you have a doubt or when you have a question to ask, voice the doubt and seek out an answer, then your faith will grow. And I'm just love watching how that works with students individually, the different questions they face, the different doubts that you guys have. And I just wanted to have kind of an open continuous thread where you could ask questions that maybe you aren't ready to have a one-to-one conversation about or maybe a question that you think other people might be interested in knowing the answer to as well Um, i know sometimes it can be scary to voice those questions so that's part of the reason why for this podcast um, i've created an opportunity where you can submit questions anonymously Uh, you can submit questions by just asking me straight in person you can dm us on instagram facebook you can send us a message on TikTok. Or to do it anonymously, you can go to podcast.crossroadsofjoliet.org and submit your question. And honestly, that is just what our podcast is going to be built on, is the questions that you submit. So sometimes this podcast might be five minutes long, and sometimes this podcast might be 30 minutes long. It all depends on the questions that you submit and the conversations that we begin. So this week, we're going to start off with just the question of what is baptism? Now, this is a very big question because baptism is a very big part of our faith. It's a big part of what we believe and how we follow God. But I also recognize that if church is not something that you're familiar with or you weren't raised in the church, baptism probably looks kind of weird. I mean, we essentially have a hot tub in the front part of our church where Sometimes we all gather around, um, one person dunks another underwater, and everybody cheers. Seems a little strange on the surface, I admit. But baptism at its heart is one of the most powerful decisions you will ever make. I would actually argue to be baptized and to choose to follow Jesus is the biggest decision you will make in your life. And it is not one to be taken lightly. Now, if you're considering baptism, please reach out to me and let's have a one-to-one conversation. But for the purposes of today, I'm just going to talk about what baptism is in and of itself. And the simple way to say it is that baptism is the way that we make a public declaration that we want to make Jesus the Lord and Savior of our life. It is a personal decision, and it is one that you must come to on your own. It's not something your parents decide for you or your friends decide for you or I decide for you. It is you saying, Jesus, 
I believe in you and I want to follow you. But let's break it down even further. Okay, when people get baptized, before we dunk them into the water, we ask them for a confession of faith. That's what we call it. Now, some people will just say the confession of faith and then ask the person getting baptized, do you believe that? And then they say yes. Um, personally, I do a kind of repeat after me, sort of like what you would see with wedding vows. Um, so the confession of faith goes something like this. I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God, and I accept him as my Lord and my Savior. So to understand what baptism is, let's just look at that. It starts with saying, I believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God. So baptism is confessing belief in Jesus. And it's not just like, yes, I believe Jesus existed, but it's saying that I believe that Jesus is the Christ. Now, the word Christ, it's a, it's a Christianese word. It's, it's Christian lingo. But Christ is a term in scripture used to refer to the Messiah or the one that God had promised to his people to save the human race, to bring salvation and reconciliation to his people. And so we say that we believe Jesus is the Christ. That's saying we believe that Jesus is the one that God sent to bring salvation. And saying he is the son of God, that's also saying we believe that Jesus is the son of God. He is part of what we call the Godhead. God three in one, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so we're saying we believe in this statement, you're saying a lot. I mean, you're saying you believe he is the savior, but you're also saying you believe that he came on this earth as a man and that he is divine, that he is God. Um, so there's quite a bit in that one phrase. And then you move on and you say, and I accept him as my Lord and as my savior. So let's take a second and talk about what it means to accept Jesus as your Lord. The word Lord is not really one used in our uh, regular verbiage here in the United States. It feels much more at home in kind of an old English period drama uh, where kings and queens reigned and they had, you know, dukes and earls and horses. And I mean, I know that that's still a thing in England, but you know what I mean, like, like old timey, like at least a hundred years ago, if not more. And it's kind of this idea of a ruler or one who reigns over a people. So oftentimes when we think of Jesus, we think a lot of what he gives us, which is the, the salvation, that free gift of grace. But we kind of forget that that key part of baptism is also accepting him as Lord, which to accept him as Lord is basically saying like, I'm going to follow and I'm going to obey you. Think of it as someone kneeling before a king, like promising their fealty to him. Or if you've seen Lord of the Rings, maybe you can picture uh, when Pippin gets down on his knee and pledges like that he's going to protect the, the Earl of Gondor. Um, sorry, very nerdy reference there for you, but it's something like that. It's basically saying like, I acknowledge that you are in charge that I will follow you and I will obey you. You are the CEO of my life now. That's what basically saying, I accept him as my Lord. I will follow what he commands. I will obey what he says. 
And then you also accept him as your savior, which is acknowledging, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for my sins and was raised again three days later. And I believe that his death on the cross covers my sin and I accept that free gift of salvation. And a key thing with baptism is the two belong together. You don't just accept him as your savior. You don't just say, yes, I want the salvation. And you don't just accept him as your Lord. You accept him as both. You say, I believe Jesus was who he said he was. I believe he did what he said he did. And I want to follow him for the rest of my life. It's really beautiful. And it is a, it is a start line, not a finish. Sometimes we view baptism as kind of like this finish line in your faith. But if you think about it that way, like I want to follow him for the rest of my life, it really is kind of a start. It's saying from this point on, I am going to follow Jesus. And the reason we do it with going under the water is, well, just frankly, that's how Jesus did it. Jesus modeled baptism um, when he started his ministry and he was baptized. And actually the, the word for baptism in English in the original Greek in the Bible, it's baptizo, which means to immerse. And so when Jesus had John the Baptist lower him beneath the water in the river and come back up, he modeled what baptism should look like for us. And it's also a, a symbol, like there's so much symbolism and be put under the water and brought back up. There's symbolism of being washed clean, which had a lot of significance for the Jewish people. And then there's also the symbolism of being buried with Christ and raised to walk a new life. So the idea that when you go under the water, you're kind of putting your old ways, your life before Jesus, you're saying, I'm putting that behind. And when I come back out of the water, I am a new person and I'm going to walk this new life with Jesus and for Jesus. So I hope that kind of helps just lay a foundation and a framework for what is baptism. And if you have more questions, please reach out to me um, in any of the ways we said before. But also if you want to have like a, just a direct conversation with me and you're like, I want to know more about baptism, or maybe you're thinking, you know, I haven't been baptized yet, but that might be a step I want to take and you want to learn more, um, please feel free to reach out to me directly through email. Um, my email is smackintyre, so smackintyre, S-M-A-C-I-N-T-Y-R-E at crossroadsil.org. And I would love to continue this conversation with you. Uh, if email doesn't work, you can reach out to me through any of those other platforms platforms previously listed. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love you guys. God loves you more.